if we understand social determinants of health better, and as mentioned with the power of analytics today and, and the data sets that we can leverage from AWS, for example, we're able to understand it so much more and then we can affect policy change. We can do community outreach. We can do better predictive um, analytics. Hi, I'm Marianne Bohr with Hims. Welcome to this Apexon podcast with Amazon Web Services. In this podcast, we focus on tackling a wide range of healthcare use cases. And the solutions we'll be discussing today are through the partnership of Amazon Web Services, leveraging their world-class tools and incorporating solutions from within Apexon. Today, I'm sitting down with Mike Bose, Vice President Data Science at Apexon, and Raul Gatte, Head of Worldwide Partner Development for Healthcare and Life Sciences Data Analytics at Amazon Web Services. And today we'll be talking about unlocking the full potential of social determination of health and improving patient outcomes with patient 316 artificial intelligence. Well, uh, Raul and Mike, thanks very much for joining us today. Of course, we want to thank Apexon for sponsoring this podcast. Now, uh, Mike, what is meant by social determinants of health? Sure. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here today. So what is meant by social determinants of health is essentially a person's overall health and their health outcomes are shaped by a person's non-medical factors in addition to medical factors. But non-medical factors, just for example, are conditions where people are born, grow up, live, work. Uh, these non-medical factors are called social determinants of health. All right, so Mike, now what factors are considered to play a significant role in social determinants of health? Absolutely. So primarily, social determinants of health can be grouped into five domains or categories. So generally, we think of economic factors, education access and equality, and then healthcare access, location and environment, and finally, social and community factors. So social determinants of health have a major impact on people's health, as, as we mentioned, and well-being, just quality of life. But to give kind of some examples with these five different domains, uh, think about safe housing, uh, transportation, public transportation, racism, discrimination, violence. These are all uh, examples of social determinants of health. Another one that I think is key is water quality or pollution in, in, in a city, for example. And then another one that we focus on a lot and have been able to unlock some new insights with analytics and AI is the impact of access to healthcare. So imagine that your primary care physician um, is five minutes away versus an hour away. Uh, those things can absolutely impact somebody's health. You might choose not to go to um, the doctor just for a common cold, for example, if, if, it's, a, if it's a long trip, or if uh, you have to take public transportation and it's not available um, for you at that time, for example. So these are you know, just some examples of social determinants of health. It's interesting. I think there are probably a lot of those things that people might not consider. Now, why is it so important to understand these social determinants of health? I think when, when we consider inequity, it's the social determinants of health that have the largest impact. And actually, the World Health Organization defines health equity to mean no one is disadvantaged from achieving their full potential because of their social position or socially determined circumstances. The lack of economic or social mobility can also affect future generations born into environments that adversely affect their health. To yield positive outcomes for health, it is essential to address social determinants of health. 
And with analytics now, we are able to understand the impact of social determinants of health, not just in aggregate, but more locally uh, down to populations of people. And then also specific social determinants of health, for example, from the five domains I had mentioned, uh, what their individual impacts are, not just all rolled up together. So the more we understand it, the more we can also change policies and understand how to improve health equity uh, for communities. I see. So what percentage of health outcomes would you say are related to social determinants of health? As we've had the power of AI and higher storage and computation power, we've been able to zero in on this uh, much closer, but at least 50%. Some studies have shown even higher percentages, up to 70 and 80%, which is very significant when you think about overall health. Generally, I think people consider health as the the medical factors, but the non-medical factors actually play a bigger role. Absolutely. Now, how do social determinant of health factors affect individuals' actual health? I think the best way to explain this is with an example. Theoretically here for for a second, imagine there are identical twins with the same genetic makeup that are separated at birth. We've all kind of heard this example before, but in this (laughs) case, um, one of them is raised in a town with clean water, clean air, financial means for preventative care, educated to understand the negative health effects of excessive sugar, for example, um, and access to healthcare within 10 minutes from their home. Now, imagine the other twin grew up without these things, with unclean water, unaware of the negative effects of too much sugar because of you know poor education in, in the community. Um, and perhaps the closest healthcare services are an hour or even two hours away. Um, and there is limited public transportation, especially in rural areas, for example. Um, With this, it becomes clear how social determinants of health can affect um, an individual's health. So, Mike, can social determinants of health be changed at all? Yeah, absolutely. And this is goes back to why it's so important to understand social determinants of health. For example, policy, system, environmental, um, programmatic changes can improve social determinants of health in communities with the worst health outcomes through community health assessment and long-term planning. This is also why it's important to shed light on the impacts of social determinants of health. I think that awareness must come before change can happen, for example. But if we understand social determinants of health better, and as mentioned, with the power of analytics today and, and the data sets that we can leverage from AWS, for example, we're able to understand it so much more, and then we can affect policy change, we can do community outreach, we can do better predictive um, analytics for preventative care and understand better how to treat patients. So it absolutely can be changed. And I think that trying to understand it better through the power of AI is exactly how we're going to do that as a community. Okay. Now, how do social determinants of health impact healthcare utilization? Sure. So social determinants of health contribute to chronic disease, for example, uh, disparities in the United States among racial, ethnic, socioeconomic groups, according to research. And respondents to Kenzie 2019 uh, Consumer Social Determinants of Health Survey, actually, who self-reported poor health or higher healthcare utilization were more likely to report multiple unmet social needs. 
So what are the challenges that people face in addressing social determinants of health? Because of resource constraints, cultural factors, uh, lack of awareness about social determinants, how they affect health, SDOH are especially difficult to address in rural communities. Rural communities frequently face limited resource availability, for example. And, and I believe uh, about one-fifth of the U.S. population is actually in rural communities. Rural communities, for example, also struggle to obtain funding uh, due to the population density, for example. And additionally, healthcare staffing shortages are another resource challenge in rural areas. Some rural programs um, focus on SDOH um, to seek and connect residents to social services, such as food, housing, and transportation assistance. Uh, for example, rural residents may feel concerned about stigma when seeking mental health services due to the lack of anonymity in a community. That makes a lot of sense. Now, how can understanding the impacts of social determinants of health be improved? So this is where I think the power of AI really comes into play in machine learning. I would say that's the most significant way to better understand uh, the impacts of social determinants of health. And as I mentioned before, especially at a local level, meaning specific communities. So the difference between one state to another or even rural, as I mentioned, versus urban or suburban areas. Uh, what's the impact? And, and when we think about policy change and really affecting a community, we need to do that locally. You can't do it in aggregate. And so I would also say that in addition to you know, using AI to understand it locally, as I also mentioned very specifically, which social determinants of health um, have a big impact? Is it education or is it access to healthcare or is it the quality of water or air in the community that has the biggest impact? You know, before we've really understood things for a long time that social determinants of health in aggregate uh, affect a person's health 50% or more. But now with the power of AI and big data, we've really been able to zero in on specific areas locally and then really understand the individual impact of those different domains I mentioned and then all of the different factors within each one of those domains like economic factors or access. I see. Now, um, Raul, this question's for you. How does the AWS data platform support integration of third-party data sets, such as social determinants of health? And how can healthcare organizations easily incorporate this data as they manage healthcare quality and cost? Thanks, Miriam. That's a great question. So I would say in this specific context, the one service I would point out is AWS Data Exchange. So we created AWS Data Exchange to help our customers to easily find, subscribe to, and use third-party data in the cloud. It is the only data marketplace that has over 3,500 products from over 300 providers, with several hundred of these products being healthcare-specific. Okay, so these data sets are delivered through files, APIs, or Amazon Redshift queries directly to the data stores or data lakes, applications, analytics, and machine learning models that would consume uh, this data. With AWS Data Exchange, you can streamline all third-party data consumption from existing subscriptions. You can then migrate at no additional cost to you or to the customer or to the provider to future data subscriptions all from one place. 
So this service is also secure, compliant, and fully integrated with other AWS data analytics services and even third-party tools. So to make life even easier, it, it also offers consolidated billing and subscription management. So really what we are doing here is removing the friction of finding, procuring, and using relevant health data across global sources. Right? AWS Data Exchange enables customers to quantify health outcomes, accelerate research and clinical trial design, and really understand patient sentiment and the underlying determinants of health. So from a single interface, you can easily find, subscribe, and use hundreds of healthcare and life sciences data sets and APIs to generate evidence, identify trends, accelerate research, and really optimize operations. So then if I have to focus on currently available social determinants of health data examples, that would include socioeconomic status, employment data, healthcare access, and many more. In addition to this, other closely related data sets include patient reported outcomes data that can be used in identifying barriers, uh, market segmentation, and therapeutic journey analysis to advance equity in trial and care delivery and to improve the health of populations. Well, I can Rahul, thank you so much for joining us today and for your insights. And special thanks to Apexon for sponsoring this podcast. Don't miss the next podcast in this series, where we'll talk Dr. Atif Fareed Mohammed about patient data and insights to enable value-based care and improve payment integrity. If you want to know more about the Patient360 solution, please check out the fact sheet at www.apexon.com. Have a fantastic rest of your day.